Today on 321 Liftoff, we are joined by Bob Papke, the vice president of ASM Global Theaters and the general manager of the Maxwell C. King Performing Arts Center. We're going to have a blast. We're going to find out about all the people that have performed here. I'm looking at all the pictures. I am in shock. So we're going to have a great time. So I hope you guys are ready to have some fun with 321 Liftoff. Welcome to 321 Liftoff. I'm Wayne Belden, the president of Belden Communications, the publisher of the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com. We'll be bringing you 321 Liftoff each week, talking about tourism on Florida's fabulous Space Coast. With me is the host of 321 Liftoff, Bonnie King, former deputy director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, as well as the past president of the Florida Film Commission. Bonnie, are we ready to blast off on 321 Liftoff? We yeah. are ready. Are we not ready? We are ready. Hey, man, and today we are at the beautiful King Center located here in Melbourne on Florida Space Coast. We have a tourism conversation with Bob Papke. He's the general manager, and he's going to tell us all about upcoming events. And when visitors come to the Space Coast and the King Center offers an alternative in our beaches, to our beaches, to our nature activities, and to our heritage of space, great Broadway acts classic albums live, children's events, famous personalities, and it has made the King Center another attraction that we are very proud to promote. 321 Liftoff is brought to you in part by the Beachside Hotel and Suites on Cocoa Beach, and that is uh, they offer a great overnight vacation destination when you plan your vacation here on the Space Coast, and by Longboard's Restaurant and Tiki Bar, located at the Hilton Oceanfront on Cocoa Beach, offering a fabulous ambiance, great food and drink, and by the SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, where you will learn what there is to do in this fabulous area and where to do it. So joining me is our producer, Phil Bird. We are without our regular co-hosts this time. Wayne and John are on vacation. So what's the word when they say, when the cat's out, the, the that We're going to play. play. So, so I am so glad to be here. Bonnie, you know, you, I'm normally behind the camera here. Yeah. Behind, uh, do, pushing all the buttons and all this stuff. So this is like my first kind of official official one. I know, yeah. and I, it's wonderful because now everybody's going to get a chance to see you and to, yeah. and to get part of you know your your, your own ambiance. I must say, yes, great, funny guy, yeah. great. You you know a lot, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So we look forward to that, and so we're happy that you're here. Thank you, Phil. I'm going to really lean on you today, so I really appreciate let's that. Let's do it. So let's welcome Bob Papke, and he is the general manager here at the King Center. And already, I feel like he's my new best friend because we have a lot in common. Um, you've met a lot of cool people, and you're going to tell us some fantastic things and some great stories about some of the people that you've met. And we're glad that you're here. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Bonnie. And thank you, Phil, for coming down to the King Center and spending some time with us on a on a beautiful Space Coast Friday morning. It's a pleasure pleasure to be here with you, and I'm always happy to talk about the King Center. Great. Well, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you first and find out, like, what brought you here? What's your background? And um, I've heard a little bit about it, but I'd love to share that because you got a great story to tell. Well, I've been here since November. My wife and I relocated down from Philadelphia, but it's really my third time in Florida. Um, as you mentioned, I work for ASM Global, which is a worldwide facility management company. We manage about 325 theaters, performing arts centers, stadiums, arenas, convention centers all over the world. 
And I've been lucky enough to have been employed with them for be 31 years in August. Wow. Wow, that's great. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's a career right there. It I, is. I, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fossil, I guess. Have um, you ever worked? Have you ever had a different job? <laughs> I started, I used to sell stereos long, long time ago. I started, when I got out of college, I was in retail for a few years and walked in the back door of the Warner Theater one day in Washington, D.C. and told them I wanted a job and few weeks later they hired me and I worked for uh, one of the pioneers of our concert industry Sam Lahamadou for about four years and that was like going to graduate school in the business that's awesome and I've been with um, uh, ASM Global and its uh, predecessor SMG uh, since August of 1990 and I worked at the Richmond Mosque which is a beautiful old Shriners Temple that is now the Altria Theater um, the Miami Beach Convention Center and Jackie Gleason Theater the Rico Coliseum in Toronto the Times Union Center for the Performing Arts up the road in Jacksonville. I spent 10 years at our corporate office running our theater division, which is now up to about 80 theaters worldwide. And back last uh, last spring, we were talking to Eastern Florida State College about the King Center and Steve Janicki, who opened the building way back in the uh, 1988 and was the guiding the guiding spirit of the of the King Center for all those years. He reti- sure was. Retired. And yeah. we convinced them that you can't replace Steve with just one person. You need a, you a, need a whole team. <laughs> so we came down and we won the account. And while I was down here, I kept thinking about who I was going to put in here as general manager. And I kept thinking, why not me? <laughs> <laughs> you nominate yourself. I nominated myself and I convinced... Um, our gen- our uh, CEO at the time that it was a good opportunity and I convinced him that the staff down here is so strong and we got such a talented talented team down here that on those times when I needed to be away doing my other responsibilities that they could they could handle it and it was a quick conversation and I, we got down here in in November and have been thrilled to be here and excited that the King Center is is back and we're back to hosting full capacity shows. Our first show is on uh, this Saturday with the Classic Albums Live series with ACDC Back in Black. So, um, cool. we're I would play about their that. music, but we would get banned. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wear spandex today, but my wife convinced me that was not a good idea. Well, you got well. Your your background is just is just full of stories that I'm sure that you can tell, and that here with the uh, with the King Center and some of the upcoming acts that you do have. So, is this the first time that you've really opened since COVID? Is that what you're saying? No, we've been open since December. We okay. were doing we were doing concerts with the Brevard Symphony. We had some comedians. We had Brian Regan. We had um, Little River Band. We had some, some, uh, some oldie shows. So we've been open, but we were open with a reduced capacity and social distancing. So people were six feet apart and, right. um, about, about a capacity of about 900. So tomorrow night with ACDC with classic albums live is the first time that we're going to have folks in the building shoulder to shoulder and people can wear their face mask if they want. If you haven't been vaccinated, we would, we would, Hope that you do wear face masks, um, but it's it's uh, the first show where we're going to have uh, a, a bigger audience in the house, and we're excited. It's it's been really hard for those of us in the in the industry not to have not to have big audiences and big houses to to to, to take care of. So we're excited that we're going we're going full full house tomorrow, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll be back in. I don't know if we'll be back in black, but we'll be back in business. Well, let's let's discuss classic albums live because some people may not know what that is. Yeah, so, I was just about to ask what what, yeah. what, what is that? Classic <laughs> albums live is a 
is a touring entity that's in their 16th season here at the King Center. And it's a group of musicians that are just phenomenal world-class musicians. And they do basically note-for-note interpretations of albums. Now, they don't, you know, there's nobody dressed up like uh, like like anybody from from ACDC tomorrow night, they're they're wearing their normal normal stage gar- stage garb, and they're but they're they're performing the album. And the season this year, they started with Fleetwood Mac Rumors. They did a oh, couple weeks ago. Love that. They love did, that. They did Sergeant Pepper's. Yes. And it was the album, and then it was just a catalog of Beatles hits. And it's a very you know, it's a very touching show. I, I really enjoyed the, the Sergeant Pepper's performance and they can rock. So um, now is, is this the same band that does it or are these different bands doing different albums or just no, it's, it's, it's the same core. I mean, I think they have probably have different musicians coming in for for the album. For example, they had a wonderful sitar player for the um you know for for within you without you on the on the Sgt. Pepper's album and they and he stuck around and did some other stuff that that George did on uh on other albums and some of George's solo work so it's you know they they have the musicianship musicians and the instrumentation for the album there were horns for Sgt. Pepper I don't know that there'll be any horns for Back in Black tomorrow night um but it's the same it's the same core and they've been doing this for a long time and it's not um, it's not a tribute show. They don't they don't come undressed as the characters, but they are doing an interpretation of the art form. Yeah, and they do a great job. Yes, they do. They do a great job. Now, I know that sometimes with the classic um, album, you do a party on the patio. Yes, we do. And so, is that happening? Yes, it is. Okay, great, <laughs> great. Explain that. Well, it's you know, classic albums live is such a is such a beloved title here, and it's just something that um, Steve started many years ago. Um, and, and became known as Picnic on the Patio. And we, we, have a, uh, we have a barbecue cookout before two hours before the performance. Uh, it's a, it's a $10, $10 fee for a burger and drinks and a bag of chips and condiments and all that good stuff. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. Can't, Can't beat that. Um, Plus you get to hang out with people that are, that are like-minded like you are. That's true. That are there to see the same thing that you are and maybe have the same stories or whatever or different stories and, you know, collectively, what a great time. I, yeah. I went to one. I've been to one. I need to come to more. Yes, you do. Because it is a lot of fun, I have to say. Can we get sauced? Are you asking me as the general manager of the venue? <laughs> Does not want you to get sauce. No. We want you to enjoy you have, yourself yes, responsibly. Have a few drinks and have a good time. But I mean, yeah. you, we can drink there. Yes, yes the, bar, yes. the bar will oh, be yeah. open okay. and uh, we're going to have some, some drink specials tomorrow night. Um, and, and we're excited. You know, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a fun evening. Um, we, we've put all of our, uh, all of our ushers and house staff in tie dye shirts because it's a nice, a, oh, that's cool. Beautiful blue tie dye shirts for the, for the house staff. Uh, we have, um, gold and orange shirts for purchase by the, by our patrons. And the, the, the best thing I think we did was our stage hands. You know, you're working on stage. You have to be dressed head to toe in black. Uh, we found black tie-dye shirts. Oh, nice. So our, oh, our, wow. our awesome King Center house crew has their own uh, black tie-dye shirts with the Party on the Patio logo on the back of it. So, so when we leave, uh, can, I, can, I, can I get one? We'll find you one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you have a 5X? <laughs> <laughs> no, very cool, very cool. So what? give me some examples of some of the stuff coming up that are classic album live coming up. Well, we've got, in addition to Back in Black Tomorrow, um, we have Led Zeppelin 4 
on August 14th. These are all Saturdays. Um, CCR's uh, Credence, Credence Ooh, Clearwater good, Revival Chronicle on September 18th. And rounding out the season on October 23rd will be Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, gosh. Wow. You got to see. Got, yeah. I, oh, Pink Floyd. They are so good. Yeah. That, oh, I got to come to that one. That'll be yeah. good. And we'll have a party on the patio, right? We'll have a party yes. on the patio on each of those each of those evenings, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. And how they can get tickets. Tell, Tic- explain that. Tickets are available online at kingcenter.com, www.kingcenter.com. And they're available at the box office um, day of the show. Love it. All right, let's talk about the Broadway series that you have. I mean, again, we are talking about people who come here on vacation. You know, yeah, they want to go to our beaches. They want to see space. They want to go to do our nature activities, et cetera. But, you know, when they also come, culture is a very big part of what a lot of people like to do. So we promote King Center to tell people, hey, if you're looking for something to do at night, here's something that, you know, here's something that's coming up. And when people do come into the area, they like to look at a list of things that are special events that are happening in the area when they know that they're coming. And King Center is part of that, that we have the the Brevard Cultural Alliance lists all the activities that are going on. Mm -hmm. So this is a great way to let our visitor know when they come to town what's happening. So give us an idea of some of the Broadway that we can expect. Well, Broadway is is back at the King Center. There was not a Broadway series at the King Center for a number of years. And when we came back into the market, when we came into the market, really saw an opportunity for Broadway because this, this community has grown so dramatically over the last you know, the last few years. So we reached out to our friends at the American Theater Guild, which is a one of the largest presenters of Broadway in the country and the only not-for-profit organization that presents Broadway. And the, the great thing about ATG is they, as they are a not-for-profit, the, the revenue and the profits that they do generate through performances gets recycled in back into the community through educational outreach programs and and those types of endeavors. So... We're very happy to be working with Amy Hamm and her team at the American Theater Guild. And our Broadway series will begin on December 6th with Buddy, the Buddy Holly story. Cool. We just opened um, in Lubbock, Texas. We just opened Buddy Holly Hall for the Performing Arts and Sciences, which is a just spectacular state-of-the-art building that was named in honor of Buddy, who was a resident. And he came from there, and they hold him in just incredibly right. high regard there. So it's fun for me to open the building with, with, uh, with buddy. Cause they're, that's what they're opening their, their building with as well. Um, South Pacific is coming February 8th and 9th, an officer and a gentleman, April 4th and 5th waitress, um, June 7 and 8, and a special event. Um, those are the subscription shows, and then a special off, off subscription, or if you want to subscribe to the whole five-show five, five show series, you can. The 25th anniversary performance of Rent on January 3rd. Interesting. Oh, 525,600 minutes. There you go. There you go. That's, that's you the, know that song. I do, yep. I do. I, I was a, a Broadway kid in, in school. Oh, well, there yeah. we learned something yeah. about Phil today. Yeah. How about I was going to ask you, did you ever do any plays or anything like that when you were younger and a kid? Or anything I, like I did. I did. Um, I did stuff in my church. I performed in college. I was a music major in college and I'm a, ref- I'm a recovering trumpet player. And I performed in the pit orchestra for a play called Marat Saad, which was very interesting performance because we were dressed as inmates of an insane asylum <laughs> in the in the 18th century on stage. Okay. And we, we had we performed and and one of my best friends who was the trombone player in the band 
we decided we did some performance art before the show and we would just stand there and laugh at patrons as they were coming in. So. That's cool. You used to heckle people. People already didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> They're like, you're a bad kid. Yeah, <laughs> You're bad. Hey, and uh, if you're coming here to our area and looking for a place to stay, we, we just want to promote real fast. We want the Beachside Hotel and Suites in, in, in Cocoa Beach. Um, great place to stay. As we all know, we've talked about you know the renovation that they did. The colors are out, outrageous. Go on their website at the, um, the CocoaBeachHotel.com beachsidehotelcocobeach.com look at their video and see that they took pictures of it from morning up until night and you get to see how really beautiful their location is right um the the beach is right across the street uh great location everything that you want for the beach is there you can have a bike uh the bike and they carry all that you can carry your surfboard everything for free it's a great place to stay. Michelle Martindale, the sales director there, will help you with, uh, you know, getting a room and getting your place. And then they have that beautiful, beautiful, the lazy river. The lazy river. You know, the the one thing that I actually really like about um, Beachside Hotel is that me not coming from here, right? I don't want to pack everything. Yeah. Right. And so when I found out that they provide you with stuff. That's a, that's an A plus. And uh, I, I know Bob saw me bring my wagon in here, right? I told him. I learned that from you learned that from the beach side because they give you a wagon to take down to the beach. There's no way I'm carrying this heavy suitcase with a broken wheel anywhere. So I got to give props to Michelle for that. That's great. Great And it's a it's a great it's a great location and it's a great for families as well. And um, I also just want to give a shout out to Michelle because right now they're doing um, the ambassadors for the United States. They come in and they get trained and they it's really a reception as they get ready to leave the United States and go off all over the world to be ambassadors for the United States. Great. It's a great way to meet them and to know what they're doing and where they're going. And awesome. they're very military minded, very patriotic. So um, we give a shout out to them and it's a great location. Just look them up and you can see beachside hotel, cocoa com. So, awesome. and we thank them for their, thank them for their sponsorship to this show. So that's awesome. All right. What else we got going on? So I, I want to see something. So we got, when I went to when I went to the bathroom earlier, well, actually, when I first walked in here, yes, pictures everywhere. All right, yeah. So I know some, some of, of the these people people here. <laughs> okay. Instead of asking you who has performed here, who hasn't performed here, because you have, literally, just, I saw a Gladys Knight. I saw. I mean, there's David Spade right there. That Charlie Daniels, Daniels behind. Space Coast Ballet. It's our like, resident company. Well, I, I'll tell you somebody who hasn't already asked that question. When I came in, I said, I told him, I said, Bob, if you ever bring in Paul McCartney, you have got to call me. I am a big Paul fan. So he has not been here. Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. Yet. All right. That's cool. <laughs> I, you know, I think one of the great things about a, a, a job like this is this is a world-class facility in Melbourne, Florida on this, on the space coast. There is no reason, you know, sometimes you, sometimes there's venues that exist and you can't have a, an artist because certain technical limitations or whatever we can do. If it fits in a theater in California or New York or Illinois, it'll, it'll fit in the King center. Now what's the seating? How what's the seating like? We have 2000 seats, uh, 2016 seats. Um, we also have a studio theater that can configure anywhere from two to about 350 seats. Um, and that's what you call the black box, right? Correct. Yeah. And, and it's a great space, not only for theatrical presentations and concerts, but social engagements, 
meetings, weddings, receptions, uh, all sorts of all sorts of things that don't necessarily take place between eight and ten o'clock on a show night. Um, so we've got all of those types of facilities. We've got a great staff. We've got a great technical staff. Um, so anything that you can imagine to put on stage, we can you know we can host, and that's that's not true in every market, but it's true here. And the building has a tremendous reputation in the industry. We work in a, in a relatively small industry. We pretty much all know each other. And the King Center for years and years and years has been well regarded by our, our friends and partners in the industry. And part of our job is coming in as a new management team is to expand, kind of expand the horizons and expand the, uh, the types of attractions that we bring and the types of artists that we bring. And the, bringing in a Broadway series was kind of the first step in that. And we're very excited. We've been selling subscriptions and you can go to kingcenter.com and click on the Broadway series and that'll take you to uh, the website to, you know, to purchase, to purchase subscriptions. Single tickets will be going on sale shortly. We want to make sure we, we get all of the subscriptions sold first, but, uh, but they will be going on sale in the not too distant future. Um, we mentioned the website. We also have a, a brand new marquee on uh, corner of post road and wickham road i've, I've heard it's available uh, it, it's visible from space it's so bright <laughs> um but we're we're excited about being being here we're excited about being back and asm global as a company is really excited about being here that's awesome so what you said it was a 2000 seat which i think is really really cool because that's big enough to where you'll you'll have the whole experience but it's also small enough to where every seat is amazing i was just going right. to say believe me there's not a bad seat in the house no. You know, no matter where you're sitting, it, it's, I know some people say, oh, I, I didn't get my tickets early enough. I'm going to get a bad seat. And I go, you know what? There's not a bad seat in the house. I have no. a confession to make. So. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have never been to a concert. <sighs> Ever. I mean, when you say concert, like. Live show. Like anywhere. Ever. Anywhere? My entire life. Oh my gosh. Never. Phil, we got to get you're, you. You're the one. I Man. am. I, it is, it is me. It That's is another me. thing about, yeah. really, Phil, how, yeah, why? Yeah. I don't know, really. I, I really don't know. I've never been to an actual concert. I'm never. so wow. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. What have I we feel done bad wrong? for him. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to, this is going to be, I'm going to come here. You're going to come. Be, yeah. All these acts I see up here, especially really cool. And I think a comedy show will be really, really cool because the, the, uh, the whole, the whole energy there, especially if it's small enough to where like, you could be part of the joke too, if you know what I'm saying. So, well, exactly. And, and <laughs> you got Ron, you, are. you got Ron White coming and December, is he coming? He's, I think he's coming I, in December. He's we yeah. he I know is, him. Oh my God, this man, I saw him here several years ago or whatever. And yeah. let me tell you, I've seen him like, you know, on the HBO and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like that. He, he carries there, a Scotch He carries his, that, that's yep. him. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wonder, is it really, is this, I wonder, is it real? Do you know? It's gotta be. He's oh, gotta give us the behind the scenes. Is it real? It could be. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that the... The bottle of Jack Daniels that Frank Sinatra used to have on stage was was real because I had that bottle for years and years and years from from when we hosted him in Richmond, Virginia. Ah. So eBay. <laughs> so whatever he did not drink, you kept, is what whatever you're saying. He didn't drink. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, oh, okay. We, we, we drank. You have the empty <laughs> bottle on your shelf somewhere. somewhere. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Well, well, that's interesting. You know that that's something that people may not know about you, but I want to know some other things, and I'm sure a lot of people probably want to know too. The three things. Oh, the three things you may not know about Mr. Bob Papke that he's going to share with us. Yeah, I love it. This was hard. <laughs> All right. And I, I was preparing for the interview yesterday, and I wasn't quite sure what to say. So, 
I asked my friends on Facebook. I put it up on Facebook. What should, what should I, what should I divulge? And one of them came back and said, well, it was difficult because this is a family themed show. So he didn't have much to talk about. <laughs> we'll have a lot to talk about after the show. Okay. <laughs> That's the after party. Yeah. So I came up, I came up with three. Um, number one, my, my friends uh, know me for somehow, somewhere I, I have inherited and developed a pretty good sock collection. So I, I did wear, I did wear socks today. I'll hold them up for the, for the cameras. Um, but I have, I have a pretty, a pretty diverse, uh, sock collection and, uh, accept donations. So that's kind of like, uh, Christmas socks, Easter socks, cartoon socks. I, I, I have a pair of Nashville socks. I have, uh, a pair of guitar socks. Um, I have dreidel socks. I have Christmas socks. I have that's cool. socks. That's <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I, I think Do you like the socks with the individual toes? Or, I don't have the. I, I do have a. I do have a pair that has a cat on one side and a mouse on the other. Oh, there you Everybody go. Everybody thinks I'm wearing the wrong socks. I think it started when I got married and I picked. Uh, I picked out a pair of. I had a purple tie for my for my suit and I, I got a pair of matching purple socks. I think that's where it started, but it's it's a problem. Yeah. So you wore purple socks at your wedding? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. Yes, did, to match the tie. Nice. Okay. I like it. Have to be color coordinated. That's cool. Well, so, that's an interesting yeah, story. All right, number one. All right. Number two. Um, I've met a lot of people. I've met presidents. I've met prime ministers. I met, um, Frank Sinatra. I met Prince. The only person that I've ever met that I was completely just starstruck was Sonny Jurgensen, who was a quarterback for the Washington Redskins, who was my boyhood idol. Mm. Oh, wow. It's the only okay. person I've ever come across that when I saw them literally jaw on the floor. Um, and you know, other people that I meet, uh, hello, hello, Mr. Elton John. Nice to, nice to meet you. Welcome to the venue. What? <laughs> hello, Mr. Seinfeld. Welcome back. But Sonny Jurgensen was, oh my God, it's the redhead. Did you get to talk to him? I did. You did? I you did. were able to speak? The second, you... the second time I met him. Uh, <laughs> first time I met him was just stuttering. I was just, I was, I was buying a, I was buying a golf club. I was buying a putter and I backed into him and he caught me and turned around and, oh, you okay? I go, yes, Mr. Jurgensen. I can't. I, I was just completely, completely starstruck. Wow. Uh, so that's number two. And number three, um, I'm, I'm really I'm really lucky um, that I was and I guess I still am a band geek that um, I was I was fortunate to be in a tremendous high school music program at Falls Church High School in uh, Falls Church, Virginia. And it really prepared me for my life and it gave me a love of music. It gave me a love of hard work. It gave me a love of success and I wouldn't be who I am today and I wouldn't be where I am, whatever success I've enjoyed. Um, I can trace back to having, you know, tremendous parents and having that experience and having that family that's still with me 50 years later. That a, that's a great oh, tribute. Man. And I hope people, I hope that somebody's listening from Falls Church right now. I mean, they would be sitting there. I can't believe you're talking about my area. They are. Well, I, I love <laughs> the awesome. fact, though, that, um, you know, that we, you know, you look back at your life and there are certain times, there are certain things that happen to you that will shape you. There are certain people that you will remember for the rest of your life. I remember my English teacher, every day she would give us a word that we would have to learn. And we used to think that was the stupidest thing. We would mm -hmm. get so upset about that. I look back now and we'd have to write sentences with that word in it, like two different sentences each time. Um and I, I look back on that now, and I am so thankful for that for that lady for doing that. Yep. 
at the time you think it's it's crazy, but those are the things that you remember to make you what you are. I was I was so lucky because it was it was the thing to do at my high school. Yeah, and it was we had had tremendous success before, and I was you know I was in the best class that ever went through that school, and the friends that I made there I make for I made for life. We have annual reunions, um, and we'll have two, three, four hundred people show up, and you pick up where you left off with those folks. And I don't know where I would be. I don't know who I would be if I hadn't had that experience. That's wonderful. And uh, now that we have you living here on Florida Space Coast, I bet you all those Falls Church people are going to be coming here to visit you. There's one uh, doing, <laughs> Arriving. A little, uh, doing a little bit later this weekend. I yes. love it. I uh, love and, it. And there's, there's some, some that, are, that are living around here. So it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, lucky, I'm lucky in that regard. I love it. That's super cool. And, uh, three Things You Didn't Know was brought to you by Longboards Tiki. Yes, Grill. Longboards Tiki Bar and Grill, which is located in the um, Hilton Oceanfront on Cocoa Beach, and a great, great location to have great food, great friends sit around the uh, the couch area that has the fire pits. I don't know if you've been there, Bob, but I got to tell you, it's a great local hangout for people as well. They got this giant tiki thatched bar that's outside, and then they have a mini thatch outside by the beach so that you can actually sit around the bar and, and actually watch people on the beach. It's awesome. You can never have too many tikis. Well, that's very no, true. If, and we if, love... If Wayne, if Wayne if was Wayne here, was he here, would agree he, with you. Absolutely. He would say, that's my favorite place. Anything that has a tiki, that has a thatched um, roof with a, with a beer that he can have. Me, I like my wine. It's a very nice place to go and hang out with friends. And uh, they have great food and they have entertainment on the weekends, which is great. And uh, so we, we just tell people, hey, go by there, stop by and see Deborah Green, the manager over there, and uh, tell them how much you enjoy the and place. It's huge. It is big. It's huge. Well, now that I've polished off Sinatra's bourbon, I've got to go, you know, I've got to yeah. get out more. I hear it. Longboardstiki.com. And that way you can look at their menu. You can see what kind of um, special events are coming up. And it's a great place to watch a launch. As you know, Florida Space Coast, we got launches going all the time. And all you have to do really is go down to any of our, you know, go down to the beach, stand at the beach, look up, and there you go. See that magnificent I can view. Watch them. I can watch them from my backyard. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah, it's great. We are very blessed. I mean, in this Absolutely. area, and they're going all the time. And we have one going, I think tomorrow we have a, um, a launch going tomorrow. Oh, really? Yes. Great. We have one going tomorrow, and then we have the big one, I think, at the end of the month with Jeff Bezos. So that's going to be that's, very interesting. That's right. The billionaire space yep. Yes. And did you hear that the that one of the guys couldn't make it? He spent like, he spent like $28 million to ride, that. and he can't go, he and he's giving it cold, to a high school he kid? Got cold feet. That's what happened. He got you scared. You think so? Yeah, he got scared. Come on. I don't know. I just, I, that kid is going to be, what a, what a, what a wonderful feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Would you, if you had the opportunity to go, would you go? In a heartbeat. Really? Would hey, you feel? Bonnie, I can't even swim. You think I'm going to space? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you can't even swim either. Boy, we're learning so much about you today, Phil. It's crazy. Three, it's crazy. Three questions for Phil. Uh, I'm telling you. Hey, let's talk about children's activities. We don't want to leave the kids out because I know that the King Center does some really great stuff for kids. We're, we're really excited um, with, with our commitment not only to uh, programming for kids, but also we have a great education outreach program um, with the King Center Foundation and with, with Eastern Florida State College. And, you know, we've got partners in the area with Space, Space Coast Ballet, which is a new resident company at the, at the King Center, Brevard Symphony Orchestra, which is a longtime uh, partner with us, and American Theater Guild, um, and, and with the King Center staff here. And we really want to 
come uh, sit down and 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 come up with programming, but also come up with opportunities um, to not only educate about the about the about the arts, but also you know, create an appreciation and, and quite selfishly, a, a next generation of, of patrons. Um, you know, the, and unfortunately, back when I was in school, you know, there was a larger and a stronger emphasis on the arts in, in education. And that, for whatever reason, is, is not, as, not as prevalent these days. But it's, you know, it's an inc incredibly important part of, 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 of a full-rounded individual. Music is the only is the only discipline that teaches you how to listen. And listening mm. is an incredibly important part of it, of what we do every day. So as, as purveyors of the arts, as, as, as people that are involved on a daily basis, it's, it's really important that we do our part to make sure that the arts continue to thrive, that live performance continues to thrive. I think it's a huge lesson for all of us over the last 18 months, how terribly we've missed Yes. My performance, not only the the artist on stage, but the interaction with the with with the people around you and that shared experience and that shared joy of performance. And it's you know sorely missed, and we're glad we're glad we're coming back. But we all have to appreciate it. We all have to support it, and we all have to nurture it. So that's a big part of what we do. And we we do have family shows that are coming. Um, the Nutcracker performance with uh, Space Coast Ballet in in December. The first weekend in December will will feature many, many, many local uh, local dance students um, performing in that. So it's a it, it's a commitment and it's a continuing commitment that we have as as a company and as a venue. Well, I know that when my kids were little, we came and saw Big Bird here, and there was a big thing with um, Muppets and Big Bird and what that was. And they, you know, I mean, they're older now, but boy, do they remember that Sesame Street Live, Baby yes. Shark, Bubble Gumpy, or Bubble guppies. Bubble guppies. Um, so <laughs> I never of, heard of that. Um, all of those, um, all of those, will be coming in the next, uh, you know, in the next uh, months to the King Center. Just That's like, great. So we're we're excited about that as well because it's, it's nothing no, nothing more fun than a kid going to see and a kid going to the theater for, for the first time. Exactly, and you or know, an adult film. An adult going to the theater yeah, for the first yeah. time. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> Could be me. Who knows? You got to film it though, right? You got to be like, look at You got to let me know when time. you're coming. Yeah, you yeah. got to let me know when you're coming. That'll be good. Absolutely. Let's talk to you about what's really great is that you're so community minded and you have got volunteers that volunteer their time to help people to their seats, to do different things for you. So let's talk about those volunteers. Not only do we have volunteers, we have the best volunteers. Yeah. Um, we could not function without them. We couldn't survive without them. It's been, it, 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 I worked for 10 years up in our corporate office, running theaters from, from a desk in an office. And I realized that whenever I went out on the road to visit venues, I always wanted to go when we had an event because, because I missed it. And I invariably, I would end up standing outside coaching the lines as people coming in and they'd look at me and say, you don't work here. You're not here on a regular basis. And I would tell them that I'm the world's highest paid doorman. Mm -hmm. But part of that is interacting with, you know, with those folks that that volunteer and give their time and give their talent um, to enabling people to have a good time. And we have a we have a core of about 250 or so ushers. And, and ticket takers and volunteers, and they are the lifeblood of this venue. And some of them have been here since the building opened. Um, they have a tremendous, they have a ball doing it. 
they have their own social outings and we do, we, we have uh, parties and road trips and field trips and all sorts of things. Um, and there is the opportunity if you want to be a part of that, you can uh, go on the website and there's opportunity to, to lend your name and to volunteer. Um, it's not a tremendous time commitment. Um, and you get to experience shows and, yeah, and free shows, free yeah. shows and you got to work and you get a, and you get a tie dye shirt and you get a tie dye shirt <laughs> and you didn't even have to work for it. I'll right. tell you what, I'll tell you what, such a deal, such a deal. Well, I, I know that people will enjoy that. And I think that for kids, I agree with you hundred percent that they need to have that once they get involved and they get to be experienced and I do wish that our education system had more of that arts and culture in the school system and that's something as parents that we just need to fight for and that we need to continue to do that um so listen I know that we've talked about the King Center and everything's good but Bob 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 you guys gotta we gotta talk to you about some of the people that you've met (laughs) I know that you've got stories to tell stories that maybe you can't tell today but you know, stay tell tuned us, for the uncensored version. Tell us a great, yeah. Give us, give us an idea of somebody that you've met that was kind of a cool story, a good memory. I had Frank Sinatra pass out on stage. What? This was um, March of 1994, and it was the week. Uh, if you remember, he had been on the Grammys, and they cut him off in the middle of his acceptance speech. He had received a Grammys Lifetime Achievement Award. So, Wait, why did they cut him off? He was talking too long. He was was rambling. Oh, okay. He was was going over. So they went to commercial in the middle of it, which was how do you how do you do that to the chairman of the board? So that was earlier in the week, and we had him um, in Richmond, Virginia, at the at the mosque and thirty five hundred seat venue, very intimate. And you know, normally at that point in his career, Mr. Sinatra was was in arenas, so it's a different. Not only is it a different patron experience, it's a different experience for the artist as well. So we had the opportunity to host three shows with him, a Friday, Saturday, I'm sorry, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And we put the Sunday show on sale, sold that out. We put the Saturday show on sale, sold that out. And then we had to make a decision. And this is show business, and this is the entertainment industry. So you have to make business decisions on, do we want to, you know, it's almost like you're playing, uh, playing poker. Do you want to hold, or playing blackjack, do you want to hold, or do you want to, hit me with another card. And we decided to hold. We decided that we had two sold out shows. We had made a nice profit for everybody and we didn't necessarily want to give that back on not selling out the third show. So we had a Saturday show. We had a Sunday show. Saturday show was spectacular. And he, um, he shows up in his tux and meet him and um, get my picture taken with him, which is always cool and had, had a nice interaction with him. The show was phenomenal. He goes back to the Hotel Jefferson in Richmond, Virginia, which inspired the staircase and Gone with the Wind in, in uh, a spectacular, nice. old, spectacular old hotel, closes the bar down, comes in the next night on, on Sunday, and Mr. Sinatra, he's, instead of wearing a tux, he's wearing a three-piece suit. I meet him at the door, and that's one of the perks of running the building. You get to, you get to say hello to people. Met him at the door, took him to his dressing room, um, he goes and do, do, does his show, and he's having a ball. He's doing. Uh, he can see the audience. He can he can interact with the audience. Um, so I go up to my office, and you know I don't get to see the shows usually. I'm I'm working, so I'm sitting in the office with his tour manager, and we're settling the show. We're we're doing all the financial dealings and all of that stuff, and I'm happy. We've all made a lot of money, and my accountant walks in, and she's holding the walkie-talkie, and. She looks at me and says, it just came over the radio. He passed out on stage. Mm. 
Oh, dear. So I get up, and it's like, okay. And I'm thinking, okay, somebody's on, somebody's, it's like the drummer from Foghat has passed out on stage. I'm going to deal with it. And then it realized that Frank Sinatra is unconscious in my venue. And I don't know if you remember those old, those old cartoons where before people run their feet spin. <laughs> that actually happens. It occurred to me what was going on stage. My feet started spinning and I got up on stage. And we had just had President Bush, 41, on a lecture tour when he was out of office. So our, our staff was up to, do, up to date on security protocols. If something happens, if, if something happened to the president, here's what we needed to do. And I had, was lucky I had the same people on. So they, they knew what they needed to do to, you know, we knew an ambulance was coming. So I get but, out. But, okay, wait, I got to say, but immediately when he fell, did they like draw the curtain or something? He was right on the plaster line. He was right oh. on, he was right. He couldn't bring the curtain in because it would have come in on him. Okay. So I get up on stage and I look out in the audience and it is just dead silence. And I made eye contact with somebody in the pit who was Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby, the, the musician, was, lived, in, lived, in, um, lived down the road from us. Um, his guitarist was my college roommate's brother, so we, we, we knew each other. And I just looked at him, and he just looks at me and kind of shrugs, like, I toured with the dead for years. I've never seen anything like this. Mm. So I look at him, and he's unconscious, and I had a doctor on call. I had an EMT on call, and thankfully, a local veterinarian hopped up on stage to check as well. My first thought was, Oh my God, I killed him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. My second thought was, well, I guess it's a good thing we didn't do that third show after all. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my third thought was, he was, in, he was doing the encore, he was singing my way. And my third thought was, well, he's an encore, so no, we, so no refunds. So we get him, we get him stabilized. Um, Frank Jr. Um, was, was conducting the band and he's, he's helping out. We get him, we get him, um, in a wheelchair, and we get him out off to the off to the um, hospital. Wings, yeah. Oh, the hospital! Hosp off to the hospital, and for the next ninety minutes, I was returning phone calls and live on. It was like it was like the media of the world spotlight shone on me for like that was my fifteen minutes, and then moved on. But I spoke to every station in New York, every station in L.A., every station in D.C. I was on. Um, live with the Johnny Carson of Australia, whoever that is. I was live on that show. And all I'm doing is repeating a press release that his people had given me. So he's at the hospital. I did a couple of stand-ups with the local news. Um, we didn't know what was going to happen. So I went back to, we went back to his hotel and waited until he walked out of the hotel, left his son on the tarmac and got on his private jet and flew back, flew back home. So the next day, um, I, I get in, we had national media came down to Richmond. So I did some, I did some interviews with that. And, um, the story, the story they had was that he was drunk and he wasn't drunk. He, had, he, he did a saloon song in the show. And I think it was uh, one for my baby that, that night. And he toasted the audience with that shot of Jack Daniels. So there were three shots out of it. It was the one he took Saturday. It was the one he took Sunday. It was the one I took Saturday night. So I knew, you know, I, I knew he was okay. So we turned, I, we, we worked it into a sympathetic story that he was just, you know. Tired, dehydrated, he tired maybe. He had, he had a little bit of the flu. Yeah. So we get all that straightened out and everything goes away. About a week later, I was in the process of, I'm, I'm, moving, to, I'm moving to Florida. I get home and I, this is back when we had phone answering machines and there's a voice on my voice, on my phone. It goes, 
Mr. Papke, my business associates and I did not appreciate what happened to Francis Albert Sinatra when he visited your venue. And in the not-too-distant future, you will learn of our displeasure. No. And I'm thinking, there's going to be half a dead horse in my bed <laughs> or something. Some... And there's about 10 seconds of silence and my it's... brother oh. erupting into laughter. Okay, you scared me oh for a minute. I was God. thinking, oh my gosh, right, are no you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd kill him. <laughs> I, I, got I, I, did, I did better. Okay. So he had, two, he had two small children. And about four years later, he said to me, Bob, we really love that how much you love the boys and how much you enjoy buying them presents and Christmas presents. But how do you find, why do you find the noisiest, messiest, most obnoxious toys to give them? And I said, remember that little thing you did with me with Mr. Sinatra? He goes, yeah. We're about Paybacks. even. We're about yeah. even. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That's funny. Wow, what a story. It's a great story. Um, I know, you know, running out of time, but I would love uh, like a little snippet of, of somebody else, like an Elton John. Uh, I mean, everybody loves Elton John. I, I, met, I met Elton John in uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. We, uh, we were in an arena up there and um, met him, uh, took a ride in a golf cart with him from his dressing room to his, uh, to the stage position was just, you know, just a very, very nice individual. We talked about, um, he had uh, just adopted his son, Zachary, and we gave him a hockey sweater with Zachary's name on it. And oh, that's nice. He couldn't have, couldn't have been nicer. You know, the thing is most, almost everybody that we work with, um, have, have, I don't have a whole lot of bad stories about people. Yeah. I have, I have positive interactions and good stories and, um, I, you know, I met James Brown, um, and, and he performed in our venue and, uh, about six months later, I, I, I knew some of the people in his entourage and I was sitting in an airport in Atlanta. I was sitting in Hartsfield, um, on a bench with two nuns and I see this entourage moving down the, down the concourse and the, the one of the nuns looks up and goes, well, I'll be, it's James Brown. And the, his, the person that I knew saw me, the crowd's part mm -hmm. Mr. Brown comes up and hugs me and we have this conversation and says, he's going to come back and do a show in my venue. And I sit back down, put my headphones on and the two nuns would just look at me like, who the heck are you? <laughs> Everybody's going, wow, man, you know, James Brown. And it was just, you know, that was cool. That's that was neat. cool. That's but I, I, knew I, had, I knew I had to play it the right way. I love it. I love wow. it. Great story. I, I want to ask you one question before we wrap it up here. So out of all these people who performed, who would you do karaoke as you had to pick one person that performed here though. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> My go-to are the rascals. Okay. Like I, I, I can do good loving. Yeah. I can do that. And I can do the, I, I can do the Ike part on proud Mary. So, Oh, there you go. Yeah. Bonnie, who about you? Uh, I, 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 first off, I can't sing. So I believe <laughs> you never done. You, you know watch what? Karaoke, they can't sing either. <laughs> no, but you know what song I would do if I was to do a karaoke? Linda Ronstad, um, Stone Ponies, when she sang uh, Different Drum. Ooh, I love that one. song. That's a good one. So I would do that one. What about you? Rick James, Super Freak. Ah, there you course, go. Without even thinking. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, Bob, thank you so much for taking the time and for us getting to know you. I mean, I want to hear some more of your stories for sure. We need a part two. You know, exactly. A sequel. That, yeah, definitely. And so we just want everybody to go to King Center, kingcenter.com. Kingcenter.com for, for all things King Center. Love it. And some great activities coming up and we look forward to that. 
thank you very much. It's been a pleasure and feel free to come back anytime. And uh, we're excited. We're excited to be back and open and uh, looking forward to a great season. Looks great to me. And so now next week, next week, we are going to be with Mitch Varnes and he is the event producer for some of the biggest endurance running um, and triathlon events that we have here on the Space Coast and all of Florida's biggest surfing and the richest surfing event that we have here as well. Awesome. Um, so that's what he does. And he travels around the, I have to say that Mitch travels around the world. So he's got some great stories to tell. And he lives right here on the Space Coast and does some amazing stuff and brings us amazing races that are here. And he will have a major announcement that he's going to make. News? Breaking news oh, on our show yeah. next week when we have Mitch Varnes. We just want to thank everybody so much for, um, for participating. And again, if you have any information or any questions that you have about either the King Center or about the Space Coast in general, please info at spacecoastfunguy.com. We'll be happy to answer any questions and send you information on tourism here in Florida to space coast so phil thank you so much thank you so much this is so, so great i know we got to get you to talk more this is great so we yeah. look forward to seeing you all next week bye